The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over unders to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use a promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up and bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course... Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and free podcasts. Happy New Year to you all. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's over at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. To get all of my additional content, head over to my website, lockbetting.com, where I've just guided my clients to their 103rd month in a row of transparent track profit. That means for over eight and a half years, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. And this month was a monster. Hasn't been fully calculated yet. We still need to add the in-plays for the month from the WhatsApp group. But so far, adding up the plays that were posted, we have made £3,671 with in-plays to be added to that. That is a monster month, over 36 units cashed. One of the biggest months we've ever had. And that was obviously aided by the fact that we we landed 29 out of 31 unit plays. And at one point, we were on a streak of 25 in a row. So that is a monster month. That is not guaranteed every single month. I have to say that. But what is guaranteed is a profit. If you don't make a profit, we'll give you your money back. But so far, we've been around for 103 months. And every single month that we have existed, we have delivered this profit for over eight and a half years. It's fully transparent and tracked. All you need to do is go over to the lockbetting.com website and you can see all of the spreadsheets. Lockbetting.com diverts you to a Patreon. And Patreon is what allows me to be fully transparent because underneath every single post, Members can comment and say something underneath every single post. That is most important for the PM 
PL. Because had I ever missed a play, had I taken a playoff that lost, or had I added plays that weren't really posted, winners that weren't really posted, it would be picked up on immediately. But I don't do that. I can't do that. And that's why my service is completely legit. And we have legitimately delivered 103 months in a row of transparent trap profits. So do yourself a favor. Start the new year right. Sign up for the journey to be a part of the 104th month. Make money straight away. Don't lose money in sports betting in 2022. Make it your New Year's resolution to head over and make money over at lockbetting.com. Great month to start. We're bang in the middle of the NBA season, bang in the middle of the domestic soccer season. We have the Champions League and the Europa League coming up. We're doing this during a World Cup year as well. We have the first tennis Grand Slam of the season coming up with the Australian Open. We absolutely kill it in the tennis. And of course, we are heading towards the end of the NFL season. We are a service that have so far delivered 13 winning weeks out of 16 in the NFL, and we have absolutely annihilated our futures. The futures will be added to the PL for the month of January. So we can pretty much already guarantee we are starting with a profit here in 2022 because January is already going to have a bunch of monster futures added to it when they all cash here at the beginning of the month. So once again, head over to lockbetting.com. There literally is no better time to sign up than starting your year right by being a part of a service that has delivered 104 months in a row of transparent tracked profit. Rolling on with the first EPL show of 2022. We have eight games to look at. We have eight games because one game has been cancelled. And I was actually going to give out a lock for that game. I was going to take Leicester minus one on the Asian handicap line to beat Norwich. And the other game is Manchester United versus Wolves. That will be covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So we cover the remaining eight games here. We start with a game that I am going to. I'm attending the first game of the year. It's Arsenal versus Manchester City. This is around 20 miles from where I live. So I'm going to go and check out a little bit of Manchester City as they do look like they are going to be the champions this season. And they are the four to seven favourites to pick up another win here away to Arsenal. It's seven to two on the draw and it's 19 to four here on Arsenal. Pep Guardiola is really talking this up as a difficult game. He's saying that Arsenal are in their best moment, that they've been in for a long time. And he's really talking up the difficulty of getting a result here. I don't know if he's playing it up because when they do get a result, it's going to be more praise heaped on Manchester City. And it looks like they've done something great. Whether he's being a good friend to one of his best mates, Mikel Arteta, former assistant manager of Manchester City, or whether he really believes this. Arsenal do have the benefit of coming into this game off a break. That hasn't really been mentioned by Guardiola, but I just feel that this is a game where Arsenal will fall short. This is the level which Arsenal can't seem to get to. They seem to be doing a better job than Manchester United at the moment in terms of beating teams below them and making themselves contenders for the top four in the process. However, making the leap to beating teams above them in the table or the perceived big four, this is where Arsenal really, really struggle. They've lost to all of those teams so far this season when they face that step up in competition. They've lost to Manchester United and they lost convincingly to Chelsea, Liverpool and Manchester City already this season. I'm not talking close games. They got absolutely finger banged by all of them. So, it's really difficult to make a case here for Arsenal, despite the fact that Pep Guardiola is. Manchester City come into this as the massive favourites to win the Premier League. And this is because they're coming off the back of winning their last 10 Premier League games, with three of the last four victories coming by at least two clear goals. City won 5-0 
when the sides last met, while Arsenal have lost all three of their meetings with the current top three. And as I mentioned, they lost them convincingly, losing by three or more goals in every single one of those games. So with all of that said, despite the fact that Pep Guardiola really seems to be talking up Arsenal as some kind of big threat here to the current run that Manchester City are on. And despite the fact that Guardiola is talking down the fact that Manchester City have already won the title at this point with the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool dropping points. He's claiming there's still plenty of points to play for, which is factually correct. But I just don't see Manchester City dropping points, especially if they're not dropping points at places like Arsenal here, who are one of the teams challenging for the top four. So I'm just going to simply take Manchester City on the money line here. I think there's value at the price of four to seven, given the recent records between the two teams and looking at the fact that Arsenal are struggling when they step up against the top four and lost to Manchester City 5-0 earlier on this season. Up next, we look at a game here between Watford and Tottenham, where Watford are the 92 underdogs. It's 16-5 here on the draw, and it's 8-13 here on Spurs. Spurs were unlucky not to win against Southampton. They actually played the second half against 10 men and just couldn't break them down. They had some goals that were disallowed by VAR, but this is the big problem with VAR. It's very, very inconsistent. Sometimes we see the the type of incident with Harry Kane given as a goal, and then often we see it not given as well. So the inconsistencies were actually highlighted by Pep Guardiola, who was involved in a different game to the Harry Kane incident, but there was a similar incident in the Manchester City game. And this is the big problem. The inconsistencies need to be taken out. There was supposed to be a, a thicker line this season with the benefit of doubt going to the attacker. That seemed to be the case at the start of the season, but now it seems like people have completely forgotten about that because Harry Kane's goal should have stood. Nevertheless, they got a draw away to Southampton. They come up here against easier opposition in Watford. That's based on the fact that Watford have lost their last five games. Both teams to score, though, as a bet, has landed in each of Watford's last six games and they haven't managed a clean sheet all season. Spurs are unbeaten in seven Premier League games and have won four of the last five and Watford have conceded 2.67 goals per game on average over the last six home fixtures. So there is some data there for Watford to score if you don't just want to take Tottenham on the money line. Tacking in both teams to score here to this bet gets you five to two. Both teams have found the net in five of Watford's last seven Premier League home games and eight of the t- eight of Watford's ten Premier League games have produced over two and a half goals. So there is data to support it if you don't want to lay the juice here with Tottenham but I'm simply going to go for Tottenham here on the money line as I think they get back on track and add more misery to Watford who do look like they're going down this season with Norwich City and one other. Up next we look at the game between Crystal Palace and West Ham where Palace are the 2-1 to home dogs. It's 5-2 to here on the draw and it's 5-4 to here on West Ham. West Ham got themselves back on track by winning away to Watford, but simultaneously Crystal Palace got themselves back on track in the same afternoon. I'm expecting an attacking game here. I do like the over in this game, but I also like both teams to score, and I think that is going to be my lean in this one. Palace have only lost once in 10 home games, which is why I'm reluctant to take West Ham here, despite being a better team. The Eagles have scored 1.8 goals per home game so far this season, with over two and a half goals landing each of Palace's last four. West Ham have seen at least three goals in 63% of their Premier League games so far. So I'm expecting goals here in this game. Don't really have a strong lean on the winner, given Crystal Palace have been solid at home this season and West Ham had a better team. But I do think there'll be goals, and I think both teams are going to score and I like both teams to score here in this game at the price of four to six minus 150.
That concludes your Saturday slate. We now move on to Sunday. And we begin with a game between Brentford and Aston Villa, where Brentford are the 21 to 10 underdogs. It's 23 to 10 here on the draw. And it's 13 to 10 here on Aston Villa. Um, as we're doing this, I don't know the status of Steven Gerrard, whether he's going to return to the bench or not for Aston Villa. I don't think it makes a significant amount of difference. I do feel that Aston Villa is the play here in this game. I'll be taking them here as a pick. Now, obviously, we've just seen Brentford dig in quite hard against Manchester City and only lose by a single goal. But I don't think they're going to come into this game with that big defensive mindset. I think they're going to be looking to open it up a little bit more. Their supporters wouldn't accept that with them coming in and playing that kind of negative containment football in every single game. So when they're coming up here against a team like Aston Villa, they will be expected to go out there and compete and to go and legitimately get something from the game. And I think when it opens up, the better team are going to win and the better team, especially under Steven Gerrard, is Aston Villa. Brentford have lost their last three games without scoring and Aston Villa have won two of their three away games under Steven Gerrard so far. Brentford have also lost four of six clashes at home to sides above them in the table, which Aston Aston Villa are. So I think Brentford will fancy Aston Villa a little bit more than Manchester City and we'll see this game open up. But I think Aston Villa are the team who are mo- more potent in front of goal. The stats tell you that. And that's why I think Aston Villa is the play here. But to be safe, I'm going to take Aston Villa here as a pick, as opposed to taking them on the money line here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Everton and Brighton, where Everton are the 2-1 to one underdogs. It's 21-10 to 10 here on the draw. And Brighton are the 6-4 favourites. I think this is a short price here on Brighton. Yes, they've had a good season. And yes, they've had a lot of draws this season. And they've been in games where they should have won. But I don't think they should necessarily be a favourite going to Everton here. So I think there is value on Everton here as an underdog. But I think the best way to play this would be to take both teams to score. Brighton have conceded in each of their last six away games. And both teams to score has landed in Everton's last four games at Goodison Park. Brighton have 10 draws in their last 14 games in all competitions. And Brighton's last three away games have finished 1-1. If both teams score, it would be the fifth Premier League game in succession for Everton. And Brighton's last eight games in the Premier League have all stayed under two and a half goals. So for a team that has a lot of draws and a team that cash both teams to score a lot, the 1-1 scoreline really does appeal in Brighton games. That individually is available at 6-1. to one. I'd have a sprinkle on that. But I definitely think I'll be taking both teams to score given the data and it's available here at plus money at even money plus 100. As we've been recording the show, another game has been lost. Southampton versus Newcastle has been postponed. So that's one less game Newcastle have to play with the current squad before they bring in signings in January. So it's probably good news for them in, in, a, in a way. So uh, especially with St. Maximam and Callum Wilson likely to be missing from that game. They were injured in a Man United game. So not a bad postponement for Newcastle. But what it means is that we are covering seven games here on the show. And over at BetMUFC exclusively, we'll be looking at a game between Manchester United and Wolves. So looking at your final game here on Sunday, it's Leeds at home to Burnley, where Leeds are the narrow 21 to 20 favourites. It's 5 to 2 here on the draw, and it's 13 to 5 here on Burnley. Man United beat Burnley relatively easily, but that was a difficult spot for Burnley. They were coming off a long, long amount of rest. They've barely played in December, and I think they'll be more competitive here. And I think they can get something here from this game. Burnley have only lost one of their last eight Premier League games, and Leeds have only won 
three league games this season, including just one of the last eight. They are a team who are under relegation pressure. Make no mistake about it. There's pressure on the manager as well. And four of Burnley's last six games have ended all square. Both teams have found the net in five of Leeds' last seven games and Burnley have drawn seven of their last 11 matches. I like the value here on Burnley to go away and get a draw and I also like Burnley to be able to avoid a defeat here in this one which is available at 4-5, to five, minus 125 here between Leeds and Burnley. Moving on to our final game. I apologise. I said that Leeds and Burnley was the last game on Sunday. It's not. It's this one. That's the last of the two o'clock kickoffs. This is the final game we're going to be covering here on the show. It's the late game on Sunday. And for many, it is the game of the week. Some may argue it's Arsenal versus Manchester City because it sees Pep versus Arteta and Manchester City are the main front runners for the Premier League. I say it's this game probably, even though I'm not going to this one because these are the two contenders for Manchester City's throne and whoever loses this, I think, will be out of the title race. But either way, we are bookending the show with the two most important games and we look at Chelsea versus Liverpool here where Chelsea are the 9-5 underdogs here. It's 12-5 on the the draw and Liverpool are the 29 to 20 favourites. This is a difficult game to call. I initially liked Chelsea to get something here from this game. I'm surprised to see them as underdogs here, but the turmoil coming out of the Lukaku situation makes it difficult for me to lean on Chelsea here. And I do think this game will end up being a game that has goals. So I'm going to go with the goals instead. I'm going to go for both teams to score as my main play here from this game. And there's actually value on that selection here currently at the price of 7-10. to 10. Liverpool failed to score in just one of their games this season. And that was the last game, the 1-0 loss against Leicester. So I very much doubt they're going to go back-to-back games without scoring. Chelsea lost a lot of the defenders in their last match as well so I think it's highly unlikely they keep a clean sheet here against this potent Liverpool attack. Chelsea themselves have scored in all but one of their 10 home games in the Premier League and both teams to score has landed in each of Chelsea's last five home games in the league with Mo Salah coming into this in red hot form. He has 15 goals in 19 appearances and scored in the reverse fixture which was the one all draw at Anfield earlier on in the season. It wouldn't surprise me to see a similar type of result here in this one although there is supporting data for a game that has more goals in it over three and a half goals for example has been a winning bet in three of Liverpool's last four games and no Premier League team has played more games with four goals or more this season than Liverpool have there have also been at least four goals scored in five of Chelsea's last 10 home games in all competitions which seems surprising given Chelsea was seen as such a strong solid defensive unit coming into the start of the season that certainly hasn't been the case as of late so I'm going to go for both teams to score here in this big game and it's available at the price of 7 to 10 here in this one closing out with your lock on the show I was torn between two selections here there's a lot of stuff I like on the show but I was torn between two both teams to score selections one for the final game between Chelsea and Liverpool and the other one here between Palace and West Ham in the end I've gone for both teams to score between Palace and West Ham, which is available at 46 minus 150 because of the data I outlined, such as Crystal Palace scoring 1.8 goals per home game so far this season. The over two and a half goals landed in each of Palace's last four and with West Ham seeing at least three goals in 63% of their Premier League outings so far this season. So once again, your lock here for this show will be both teams to score in a game between Crystal Palace and West Ham. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Once again, Happy New Year to you all. I've got this show out nice and early so I can spend the rest of my New Year's Eve binging on the new season of Cobra Kai. 
the greatest TV show that's ever been made. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. Man can't stand. He can't fight. Man can't breathe. He can't fight. Man can't see. He can't fight. Extreme situations. <laughs> 